Hello and welcome to the Carfucius Says Podcast, the show where we talk about anything and everything related to living a more purposeful and empowered life. I am your host, Michael Carp, aka Carfucius. All right, welcome to episode number 19 of the Carfucius Says Podcast. I can't believe we are already at episode number 19. I think I've recorded like 10 or more episodes in the last few weeks, and that is due to the compounding effect of habits, which is what we are going to be discussing today in today's episode. We are going to talk about what a habit is, why habits are important, how habits are formed, how habits are broken, how to break habits that aren't serving you and form new habits that do serve you, And we'll even talk about the best book on habits for more information so that you can really master this aspect of your life. Let's dive in. But first, are you feeling lost or stuck right now? Are you feeling like your life doesn't have the purpose or direction you really want it to have? Then I highly recommend checking out my new book, The Purpose Discovery System. This book will walk you through everything you need to find your life purpose, define it with clarity, and make a plan to follow it, even if you're totally lost right now and have no clue what to do with your life. If you're interested, you can check out the book by clicking the link in the show notes or in the podcast description. Your purpose awaits. Okay, so for me, I've always been someone who has been very habitual. I have had the ability to get into certain habits and keep them for years on end and experience the benefits of this, but also some of the cons of this. So for example, in when I started going to college, I started going to the gym and I consistently went to the gym for about 10 years, right? And I built the body that I wanted, I built the muscles that I wanted. I got into a certain diet that was absolutely perfect for me to build lean muscle and I was able to stick with that um, to a certain degree for years, right? And my friends would look at me and kind of look at me almost like I'm a crazy person because I'm eating chicken, broccoli, eggs, sweet potatoes, and that type of stuff five or six, di- five or six days a week. Um, whereas they're struggling not to buy like, like burgers and fast food and stuff like that. And I experienced the benefits of this, right? Like I built basically the body of my dreams. I was very lean, but also big muscles. I was ripped, you know, like I looked the way I wanted to look and I was very happy with, um, with my results in that regard. However, I also was, I was so good at staying in habits that I would become rigid sometimes. I would become inflexible, like not so good at, at, um, being more with the flow, going more with the flow, right? So I've learned over the years to balance that, right? So for example, in business, I was very good at getting into a work routine that was very scheduled, that was like, Boom, 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 boom. I knew exactly what I was doing every hour, every minute of the day, right? But when I started to travel, when I started to live abroad, 
I just couldn't live with that sort of schedule. I needed to open things up. I needed to be more flexible so that I could open my life to experience more of what this experience had for me, right? So I had to learn how to be more flexible, more like water and not so rigid in my habits to hit a point of balance where I was good at not only forming habits that could benefit me for years and potentially decades, but also breaking habits so I could balance things out and break the habits that weren't really serving me anymore. So what is a habit? A habit is basically a subconscious conditioning, right? In the subconscious mind, which is attached to the body and very much connected to the body. It is something that you do over and over and over again, almost without needing to think about it. So we have our basic habits of most of us brush our teeth in the morning. That is just a almost a universal habit for us. And we don't have to think about it. We just do it. You almost never forget it. And you don't even need to try. Right? You don't have to put forth any sort of effort to execute this habit. So for me, this podcast is now becoming a habit for me. Right, Every other day, almost every other day, I record a podcast in the morning. Right, Around a certain time, around like 9 a.m. And this is becoming such a habit for me that I don't even have to try as much anymore as I did in the beginning. In the beginning, I had to kind of like... There was a, it took a bit more energy for me to actually record and publish an episode. But now that I'm building the habit, it's getting easier and easier and easier and easier. And I almost don't have to think about it. I just start recording and then that's it. So habits are essentially these pre-programmed actions that take not a lot of energy to do. And you don't even have to really think about it. The reason why we have habits as human beings and why animals have habits and why habits even exist is to make our lives easier. If we had to think about absolutely everything we did, we would be overwhelmed, right? We wouldn't have time to actually think about things that are a little bit more important than brushing our teeth. So once something becomes a habit, it means we don't have to invest our thought energy in that thing anymore. And we even don't have to invest as much action energy in that thing anymore or or emotional energy just energy in general because it has become so automatic for us so it really is it's the part of us that helps to optimize our lives if we use them in a constructive way if we use our habits in a destructive way then they can de-optimize our lives and screw us up So there definitely needs to be quite a lot of awareness. You need to be aware of what your habits are. Even though they are automatic, even though they are subconscious, you can still be aware of those subconscious habits. They don't need to be unconscious. That's where people get into trouble, right? They get into some sort of habit unconsciously where they are not aware of it and it can be destructive for their lives, especially over the long term. But if you become conscious of those unconscious habits, you can reprogram them and build constructive habits that can be very, very beneficial for you over years and decades. So habits are 
important because they have this immense, immense compound effect on our lives. It's, it's just almost, almost, you know, unfathomable, unfathomable <laughs> how powerful this impact is, especially when you drag it out over decades. If you keep one habit over decades, it's going to have a massive effect on your life. Even the smallest habit, even the smallest habit of what type of snacks you start eating in your 20s, if you maintain that for decades and decades and decades and decades, it's going to have an impact, right? Health habits, financial habits, emotional habits, thought habits, relationship habits with people, work habits, all this stuff is going to compound if they don't change. Whatever habits you keep are going to compound massively over time. You may not see the effect as much in the beginning. Sometimes you will, but if you're not as conscious of it, you might not see it. But if you maintain these habits for years and decades and then you look back, you will definitely see it. You will see that compounding effect once you become aware of these habits. And so the idea is we want to compound habits that are going to be massively beneficial for us, massively constructive. Things that are really going to help us achieve what we want to achieve in life, live the way we want to live, and basically utilize our habits in ways that are going to lift us up and uplift us and empower us instead of the opposite, right? So, how are habits formed? Habits are formed through repetition. That's it. Habits are formed through repetition. As you repeat something over and over and over again, the habit starts to form. The subconscious conditioning in your subconscious mind starts to change, starts to reprogram, which reprograms the body, which which changes the actions, right? The, The output of a habit is essentially an action, right? But it starts in the mind, It starts in the body. It starts with that repetition of thought, the repetition of feeling, and then the repetition of action. And then it starts to compound. (laughs) And that's it. Habits are formed just through repetition, right? So if you have learned anything in your life, any type of skill, it begins with repetition. As you repeat the skill, you get better and better and better at it. And then you have a habit, right? As you started anything when you were a kid, anything basic like tying your shoes or brushing your teeth or anything like that, the habit began with repetition. And then you repeat it and repeat it and repeat it until it became completely subconscious and you didn't need to think about it anymore. So how are habits broken then? This is where it gets a little bit more complex because you, a habit that is very deeply ingrained will need repetition in the opposite direction. You're going to have to change the way you think. You're going to have to change the way you feel. You're going to have to change your actions, right, on a step-by-step basis in order to deprogram that subconscious habit, right, in order to deprogram it literally in your mind and in your body and then the action itself. The deprogramming of habits takes a lot of conscious awareness you need to become aware of the habit you need to become aware of how often you're engaging in this habit in this activity and the effect of it on your life and here's the key 
you need to understand which habit you are going to replace that old habit with. Because if you deprogram a destructive habit, let's say, or a habit that isn't serving you, but you don't replace it with a constructive one, it will more than likely be replaced automatically with a different, not constructive habit. <laughs> so anyone who's had like a bad habit of, let's say, smoking, right? Or I don't want to say bad because it's more judgment. But if anyone has had a potentially destructive habit, such as smoking cigarettes, and they've, let's say they've quit for a while, but then they just picked up drinking, right? Or they quit drinking and then they just picked up like excessive, like smoking of weed, right? Or they quit drinking and then they picked up some sort of like excessive eating habit, right? And they've just replaced the destructive, one destructive habit with another one because they didn't consciously program a constructive habit to replace it. So when it comes to breaking habits, there needs to be a replacement habit. You need to be very conscious of the habit that you're breaking and you need to be conscious of the habit that you are replacing it and do both at the same time. Deprogram the destructive habit and program the constructive habit at the exact same time, utilizing the process of repetition. All right, so let's move on to how to break habits that aren't serving you and form habits that do. The first thing I would recommend is you, it begins with awareness. You need to understand which habits aren't serving you, right? And this involves, I always recommend writing things down, either with by hand on a piece of paper or in your phone, right? Make a note in your phone. I like to use the Evernote app, say habits I'm becoming aware of, right? Or habits to deprogram, something like that. And then as you're going about your day, just take note of your habits. Like, what are your habits? What do you do right when you wake up? What do you do in the morning? What do you do in the afternoon? What do you do in the evening? What do you do at night? Break it up into times of the day and record your habits for about a week, maybe two weeks. And you'll become incredibly, incredibly aware of what you do. But it isn't just about the actions that we take. We also have thinking habits, we have feeling habits, and we have habits in our relationships, we have habits with money, we have health habits, and we have the way we think about money, the way we think about our relationships, the way we think about health, the way we feel about money, the way we feel about relationships, and the way we feel about health, and all the other areas of our lives. And arguably, the thinking and the feeling habits have a greater impact on us than any of the just the action habits. And usually the action habits are a result of the thinking and the feeling habits. So those are the ones I would highly recommend you be, to become very, very aware of. Don't just write down your action habits. Think, write down your habits of thought around different subjects, especially the subjects that are important to you. So let's take Let's say health is a very important subject to you. Start paying, attention, start paying attention to the way you think about health and the way you feel about health. Start paying, paying attention to the way you think and feel about the way you eat and what you eat and why you eat it or how you exercise, why you exercise, what you do for your exercise. How do you think about exercise? How do these habits then translate into 
the action habits that might not be serving you anymore. And then as soon as you become aware of that, choose an opposite constructive habit. Choose a replacement habit to replace that one and write it down. And then start to deprogram the destructive habit and program the constructive habit at the exact same time. To begin this, it starts with small, minimum viable actions. I believe James Clear in his book Atomic Habits calls it that. Something like minimum viable actions. Start to take small actions that deprogram the destructive habit and program the constructive habit. So for me, let's say I'm eating a certain type of food and I am starting to become aware that I'm eating it too much and this is probably not constructive for me, right? So for example, I start buying some snacks, right? I start buying these like mixed nut snacks that are like, uh, I think they have a sugar coating and these like corn chip snacks, right? And over the years, I've noticed that if I have snacks in the house, I'm way more likely to indulge in them than if I don't have snacks at all, if I just don't buy them. And I'm seeing that habit pop up again here. Right. So I've been every once in a while when I get peckish during my work, I'll go and I'll start eating these mixed nuts and I'll just shovel them in my mouth basically for like 15 minutes straight. I'm just shoveling these things like into my mouth. I start thinking about, um, I start like contemplating life and things like that. And then next thing I know, I finished like 75% of this packet and I've eaten like way too much. So I'm starting to, to notice that habit again. And I am aware that this is a potentially destructive habit if I continue this over weeks, months, and years. So this is the habit that I want to deprogram. And now I am aware of it. Now I need to think of what could be a constructive habit that I could replace this with. Either, let's say, a healthier snack, right? So I'm really getting into papaya right now. And like, this is the first time I've really eaten papaya and I love it. And I've tried it with salt and it tastes super good. So maybe it's, and it's very sweet. It's almost like a candy, basically. So it's something that I could potentially replace the mixed nuts with the papaya, right? And start to form that as an out. That's my snack habit, right? This snack habit that could be a lot more constructive for me if I do this over days, weeks, months, and years. And now, I want to deprogram the destructive habit and program the constructive habit at the exact same time. So becoming aware, when I get peckish, I have two options. It's not just eat this, eat the mixed nuts or don't eat the mixed nuts. It's eat the mixed nuts or eat the papaya, right? I have a replacement because if I just don't eat the mixed nuts, I'll probably just eat the corn chips, <laughs> you know, and eat way too much of that. So it's got to be two choices for this snack habit, right? Eat the mixed nuts or eat the papaya. And then consciously choose to eat the papaya more often and eat the snacks left often, less often. And that part of it takes some willpower. It definitely takes some like inner strength, <laughs> especially if you have very, very strong habits that aren't serving you anymore and they've been there for years. But this is one of the techniques you can you can utilize of many, many techniques to deprogram a habit that isn't serving you and form a new habit that does. And 
The best book I've found on habits is Atomic Habits by James Clear. This guy, I started reading his blog like six or seven years ago before he wrote the book, before he even had a course or anything like that. And I would argue that he is one of, if not the top expert on habits right now, especially on being incredibly actionable. He makes his, like his methodology very easy to apply. And his book even comes with supplemental material. It comes with worksheets and things like that that you can fill out to help you become aware of your habits, deprogram them, form new habits, and like all that type of stuff. And he teaches all the science, all the understanding behind it. And it's just an incredibly, incredibly um, well put together book. It's a bestseller and it's just awesome. Highly, highly recommend checking it out because habits have such a like such a deep impact on our lives and the way we live and how our lives turn out um the the quote i like most from that book is basically habits are the compound interest of self-development so if we think about compound interest they always tell you invest early invest as much as you can because your money will work for you and it will compound over time if you've ever used a compound interest calculator, it's insane. It's crazy. Like if you put in a hundred thousand dollars right now with like a seven or eight percent compound interest, it could be in the millions in decades. You know, you don't have to do anything. You just put the money there. Right. So it's the same thing with a habit. Like if you start a habit now, that's very beneficial for you and you just keep it for decades, it can have a massively empowering effect on your life. So summarize habits are incredibly important for us to become aware of because they have this immense compounding effect a habit is basically subconscious conditioning in the subconscious mind in the body which turns into an action there are habits of thought there are habits of feeling there are habits that we have in all the different areas of our lives and in order to master our habits we really need to become aware of them because we can only change a habit that we are aware of. We can only change a habit that we are conscious of. And once we are conscious of the habit we wanna change, we wanna choose a replacement habit and then start to deprogram and program them at the exact same time. As you change your habits, you will change your life. That is just a fact of human nature because for whatever reason, we have been endowed with this habits ability (laughs) and it has a massive impact on the way our lives turn out who we are and like over the decades you will look back and your life will be a result of your habits it's just the way that it is so i highly recommend investing yourself in the subject read atomic habits by james clear maybe look up some youtube videos or something like that build some foundation of knowledge around habits and then become aware of your habits and start to consciously choose the ones that will make a massively empowering positive impact on your life all right thank you so much for listening to this episode of the carfusha says podcast and i'll see you in the next episode Peace.
And one more thing. Do you want to get in the habit of following your life purpose? Then I highly recommend checking out my new book, The Purpose Discovery System. This book walks you through a five-step process to find your life purpose, define it with clarity, and make a plan to follow it. It is packed with 16 different exercises to help you understand who you are at a deep, granular level and what your purpose is at all the different layers of your life. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes or in the podcast description. Your purpose awaits.